Hey guys, it's Simmy, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 22nd of October 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night SmackDown. Tried to watch Rampage, and by the time I got it started, there was only like 15 minutes left in the show, and I couldn't go back because I had to use the TNT app, so we're not talking Rampage tonight. The plan was to talk Rampage because I heard that um, Andrade versus Pac was a really good match, and I wanted to see it, but yeah, TNT app wouldn't load for me because I live on the West Coast. I couldn't watch it because it actually doesn't start for another two hours here, so tonight we're just talking about SmackDown, and I thought the show was all right. I thought the show itself flowed really well. And by the time there was like 15, 20 minutes left in the show, I go, we're at the end already. Holy crap. So that was a good, that was a good positive of the show that it actually flowed well, went good and just seemed like it just, yeah, not bad at all. Let's fix that microphone sounded a little low. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash P. Excuse me, PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you could subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You could be just like Rosario has done for eight months in a row and subscribe with a tiered subscription. But if you say, I don't got the money, I'm already paying Jeff Bezos for Amazon Prime, well, you're in luck. You take that Amazon Prime account, you take a Twitch account, you shing, link them together, and now you got a Prime Gaming account that gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I greatly appreciate it if you use it on us right here, right here, for Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. All super chats do get read live on the air. And also remember, you will be able to, you can subscribe to the channel by hitting that join button down below and joining the unlimited army. With doing so, you get early access to news, early access to podcasts, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Because if you're subscribed as a channel member, you get early news like today when when I put out the news on why Pat McAfee was actually not at Crown Jewel yesterday. Got some exclusive news on that that nobody else had. Posted that up there for Patreon members, patreon.com forward slash Unlimited, And right here on YouTube for channel members as well. Hey, you guys got it early. Why Pat McAfee was not at Crown Jewel. And it's not anything big. It was just that just in case Michael Cole and them didn't get back in time, they at least had one half of the team. Um... Good question. Melvin Benton says, will there be a Bound for Glory review tomorrow night? That's the plan if I can watch it. So it's my grandmother's 95th birthday. They're throwing a little shindig. I don't know exactly what time it starts and what time it's going to be over. So yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch Bound for Glory live and then do a review on it. I'll play it by ear. But as of right now, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I want to do one because I'm really interested in the card for Bound for Glory. But, you know, got to do family things. Don't, mean, don't know how many more birthdays Grandma has. 95. Turn 95 today. Birthday party tomorrow. So, yeah. Getting up there in age. 
I don't get your question, Nicholas Bishop. Are you doing next pay-per-view? What does that mean? Next pay-per-view what? I have no clue what that means, but we got SmackDown. So let's talk about SmackDown as the show opened up with a recap of Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. They talked about the match from Crown Jewel, and then Roman came out and actually opened up the show. Uh, Ruben says, Tim at 10. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I know, Sean. He wasn't asked to go because they needed somebody to stay back in the United States just in case they had another 2019 incident. That's why they didn't ask Pat to go, because there was never a plan for Pat to go, so he wasn't asked to go. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, Roman Reigns came out, and this took up the first, like, 36, 35 minutes of the show. Roman Reigns came out, Universal Champion with Paul Heyman, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee discussed Lesnar's tweet. Well, actually, it wasn't a tweet from Lesnar. It was a tweet and an Instagram post from the WWE social media accounts that Brock Lesnar said the next time he's at SmackDown, he's going to knock Brock se- or knock Roman senseless. So it wasn't a tweet from Brock, even though that's what they said. Brock don't tweet. I don't even think Brock has a Twitter. Raymond's, so Reigns put his hand out, and Heyman handed him the mic. Fans erupted in booze. Reigns wondered if Heyman was holding the title for him or holding it for Lesnar. He noted that Heyman handled him, handed him the mic when he put his hand out. However, he didn't hand him the belt yesterday when he put his hand out of Crown Jewel. Reigns basically said, Heyman's not good at his job, but he is. And he called himself the greatest universal champion of all time. Which, not a long list, is Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, and then Roman, I think. I think that's the list. Six, seven guys. So going forward, he talked about, uh, he listed everyone that he's beaten this year, including Edge, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and this also got Daniel Bryan trending on Twitter for some reason. I don't understand why. Brainson demanded that Heyman read Lesnar's tweet, which again, it wasn't fucking Lesnar's tweet. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Brock don't got a footer. Um, Ruben, yes, 10 Eastern time. That's still only 7 o'clock for me. So, yeah. Um, Where was I? I lost my spot here. Um, As Heyman was going to read the phone, Roman knocked it out of his hand. Reigns then called out Lesnar and said, I'll wait here all night. I'll stand in this ring till Brock comes out here. Lesnar didn't come out. Reigns claimed, Brock probably scared. Saw what I did to him yesterday. Reigns said again, I'm not going anywhere. And I demand that Brock Lesnar come out here. And then we go to commercial. Come back to commercial and Roman's still going. Oh, Brock's scared. Brock won't come out here. Brock's going to no-show. As I'm the champion, I'm always here. I always do my duties. I'm always obligated to be here, and I show up. 
fans broke out in a loud, we want Lesnar chant. We want Lesnar. Reigns holds up the microphone. Finally goes, yeah, so do I. And even though, despite saying, I'm going to stay here all night until Broccoli comes out, he finally gets furious and frustrated and goes, you know what, never mind, I'm just going to leave. And this is when Brock comes out. Brock makes his way down to the ring. He got a huge reaction from the crowd here. Lesnar jumped into the ring and attacked Reigns immediately. He sent Reigns to the floor, and they briefly brawled. Lesnar took over and tossed Reigns into the steel steps. Lesnar and Heyman had a brief stare down, not know if that's anything or not, and then Lesnar rocked Reigns with the steel steps and cleared the announce table. Lesnar set it for the F5 through the table, but the Usos came down and broke the, broke the hold or the, the, stopped the move. Lesnar then beat down the Usos, but Reigns recovered. Lesnar pushed Reigns into the ring post to gain control, and Pat McAfee goes, I thought they were going to break the ring there. I've never seen anybody pushed into the ring post that hard. Pat was exaggerating everything tonight. When, when, when Brock grabbed the ring steps, like Brock picks up the ring steps, and Pat goes, oh, that's 100 pounds. No, 200 pounds ring stairs. So they're going at it, uh, Roman and Brock. Finally, Brock grabs the, the cameraman and threw him at Reigns. Reigns avoided and Lesnar snapped. He attacked the referee and some officials, so Adam Pearce came down with a bunch of wrestlers. Reigns took this opportunity to leave with the Usos and Heyman. And yeah, Lesnar took down Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, uh, Cesaro, Rick Boogs, Ivar. They all came out here to stop Brock. Lesnar jumped in the ring and posed with the Universal Title at the end of the sh- or at the end of the segment. They come back from break and Adam Pierce is in the ring and literally says, "No one can hold this show hostage," and then proceeds to blame everything on Brock. Brock Lesnar came out here and he did things that is not allowed. He, you know, put people's lives in danger and he harmed innocent workers, and he even puts the WWE Universe at danger. So effective immediately, Brock Lesnar is indefinitely suspended. And they go, hold up, hold up. Roman is the one that put the show on hostage, that held the show hostage. Roman's the one that said, I'll sit here until Brock comes out, I don't care how long it takes. And fucker don't get reprimanded or nothing. Oh, standard. So Brock appears in the ring. Grabs Adam Pierce and goes, Excuse me? Fans break out in the Suplex City chant. He grabs him by the throat and says, I, I didn't hear what you said. Can you repeat that? And Pierce says, You're suspended indefinitely. Brock grabs him and gave him an F5. Brock then picks him up and gives him yet a second F5. Adam Pierce is laid out by Brock Lesnar. His pants rip. Pat had to mention it. Oh, Brock even ripped his pants. Back from the break, they recap Lesnar attacking Pierce. Kayla Baxton was at the trainer's office, trainer's room, whatever you want to call it. Sonya Deville would walk out, and she asked about, well, Adam Pierce. Sonya was on the phone and got a little upset that Kayla was interrupting. She said, Adam's going to be out of commission for a little while, but I've got everything under control. I asked Adam not to go out there, but he did anyways. I told him that I would go out there with him. No. Naomi then shows up. And looks at they, uh, that Sonya's like, I want a rematch. That was unfair what happened. Let's do it. And Sonya's like, not see what just happened? I'm a little busy. I can't deal with you right now. 
You got a bunch of roster members behind them, Mansoor and Drew Gulak and Jeff Hardy and whatnot. And Drew McIntyre appears and says, hey, I want a match tonight. And if you're not going to just give me one, I'm going to go to the ring and I'm going to do an open challenge. Um, Survivor Series is happening this year. There was literally a commercial for it yesterday during the freaking um, Crown Jewel show. It's November 21st. Don't know why people in the chat are saying no Survivor Series. It's freaking November 21st from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. And Brock, from what I was told, not expected back till Rumble, probably. So Survivor Series should be Roman versus Big E. Anyways, Drew McIntyre came out and said he's ready for a match and demanded someone accept. And that someone was Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn actually came out with new music. I wasn't paying too much attention because I was getting the kids dinner and stuff when Sami came out. Because I, I saw Sami and like, all right, I got I got a minute or two before this match starts. So I ran over into the kitchen. I kind of briefly heard that he had new music, but I didn't hear the new music, so I can't really comment on it. But Zayn tried to stall early on, but McIntyre went right after him and tossed him into the barricade during this six minute and forty five second match. He went to break like. 60 seconds in, if that. Back from the break, Zayn was firmly actually in control. But McIntyre fought back. He backed Zayn into the corner and threw him across the ring with the belly-to-belly suplex. McIntyre followed this up with a neck breaker and set up for a claymore. Zayn rolled out of the ring and hung McIntyre on the top rope. Take over. Zayn attempted a blue thunder bomb, but McIntyre countered with a Glasgow kiss. McIntyre missed a splash and hit the ring post. Um, Zayn then sent him into another ring post and he set up for the Huluva kick, but McIntyre did the countdown. Or he did with McIntyre's countdown. Zayn went for the kick and McIntyre countered with a claymore of his own, picking up the victory. We then got the word Hit Row debuts tonight. We also got the coronation of Xavier Woods. And there was no funny business, no bullshit. It was literally Kofi coming out introducing Woods Putting the crown, the scepter, giving putting the crown and the robe on him, giving him the scepter, and then saying, "Hey, as the king, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule royally. I'm gonna be your king, and I'm gonna do good by you guys." I'm like, no one interrupted. They didn't set up no feud. Am I watching WWE? I was shocked as fuck. I thought I wasn't watching WWE for a second because the whole time I'm sitting there, who's gonna interrupt? Who are we setting up a match with? Who is the king going to face and beat? Where's Happy? I thought it was going to be Corbin or something. Nope. Nobody came out, and I was gobsmacked. I was glob gobsmacked, whatever, whatever the word is. Kofi introduced Woods. Woods came out and got a grand introduction. He was given the throne, the cloak, the crown, the scepter. All hail, King Xavier. Kingston treated Woods like royalty. Fans are interrupted in a you deserve it chant. And Kingston proclaimed that Woods is the king and placed the crown on his head to another large pop. Woods then thanked the fans for always believing in him. He promised that this reign would be fun yet fair. Woods then demanded to hear the king's gospel and Kingston read a proclamation. Woods and Kingston celebrated to end the segment. Again, completely baffled that nobody interrupted it or anything. 
shocked there was no interruption. I thought someone was going to come out and be like, oh, a happy Corbin or a Gulak or something. Also, also speaking of Gulak, earlier in the night we had that segment with Sonya Deville where people kept coming up to her, Naomi and then Drew. After the segment when Drew was making his way out to the ring, Pat goes, oh, we saw some of the, the roster members for SmackDown backstage. Was that Drew Gulak? Just the way he said it. Was that Drew Gulak? I loved it. So in the back, the at-the-time SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, discussed the championship exchange later on with Charlotte Flair. She said, you know what? I could give up this belt, but I also never lost the Raw Women's Championship. So maybe, maybe tonight, Becky Two Belts makes a return. They also promoted that Zia Lee will be coming soon. So next up, we had a two-and-a-half-minute match. It was Mansoor against Ali. And they had a good match while it lasted. Ali immediately went for a drop kick, but Mansoor avoided it. Mansoor took over and drop kicked Ali out of the ring. He followed this up with a flying crossbody for a near fall. Ali fought back and pulled Mansoor into the middle rope. Ali then hit a sit-out powerbomb for a near fall. Mansoor regained control and hit a German suplex and a clothesline. Ali tried to fight back and hit an, 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 an attempted to hit a sunset flip off the second rope. Mansoor reversed it and pinned Ali to pick up the victory. So, yeah. Cool. We then got a series of 30-second promos in the back of people saying, I'm on SmackDown now from Ridge Holland. to a, So, you had Ridge Holland just saying he's going to beat people up. Aaliyah says she's bringing the bougie to Friday Night SmackDown. I don't know how much different that is from Carmella then. Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza said they're good looking, and Sheamus said he just wants to fight. And then out comes Hit Row. And I was glad that Hit Row got an actual, like, deal here, and not just one of these 30-second whatevers. But their promo was not good. Like, it just seemed like this was way over-scripted, and they practiced all day to remember these lines. Like, the lines that they've cut in, like, this is literally... To me, going back to like day one hit row where I felt like they were too scripted and then eventually they kept they started feeling more and more just genuine of off the cuff kind of just talking. But it was too much of like someone would say something like Top Dollar said something and he's like, ah, and then Swerve would go, hold up, hold up, hold up. And then rhyme whatever he just said. Like it just seemed way too scripted out. But they came down and we ended up getting a match. It was hit row. Uh, hit Row, it was Top Dollar and Swerve against two local jobbers in a minute, not even a minute and a half. Somebody on Twitter said this was supposed to be uh, Veer and Jinder, but it wasn't, so I don't know. I saw people on Twitter going, oh, Hit Row going to fight Jinder and Veer. They didn't. Total squash match. Scott and Top Dollar dominated easily. They showed off Top Dollar's strength with Scott's speed and agility. And the finish came when Hit Row hit a side slam combo, uh, kick combo to pick up the victory. But for them to get, excuse me, for them to get an actual entrance where they got like two minutes to walk down to the ring, then they got a minute and a half-ish match, someone's got to like them. That, that, that shows that someone backstage likes them and believes in them to give them this and not just what Rich Holland, Aaliyah, and the others got. Just, we're Hit Row, we're going to rap a rhyme, and we're going to beat people up. No, it was, we're going to come out here and yeah, K. Baller said they were like the acclaimed. Yeah, but they're, hmm, I don't know who's better. I was going to say they're better than the acclaimed, but tonight their stuff wasn't. They've had better raps and rhymes than the acclaimed, but I, I think Max Caster is a little better than them. 
I'll say it right now. Max Caster over top dollar. I'm going to say it. Wrap off. Never going to happen, but yeah. So in the back, they recapped. Well, actually, first they recapped the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar stuff with Brock getting suspended. And then Caleb Braxton interviewed Sonya Deville. She noted that Adam Pierce isn't doing good after Brock attacked him. She noted that Becky and Charlotte will have an exchange. She makes she makes she's gonna make sure that doesn't get out of control. We saw what happened there. Before we had a non-title match, it was the Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura against Happy Corbin. This match went just shy of 10 minutes. Warm Hedgehog. Why do you always ask if WWE ruins people when nothing ever happened? Like, did I? I just said that they seemed a little overscripted. Doesn't mean I, I meant that they ruined Hit Row. Hit Row still looked good in their match, and I eventually feel like once they, I think it could have been nerves. Once they ease up to being on the main roster and know, okay, you know, we don't have to, you know, we could be a little more loose. And you, it, you see with a lot of people when they first come to the main roster, they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to do anything wrong. They don't want to do anything bad. So they just do what they're told by the books, by the numbers, by the script. But I think eventually they'll get a little more loose and they'll get better. Just like we saw on NXT. When they first started on NXT, they seemed a little bit by the script, but they started loosening up. And I feel like that's what's going to happen here on SmackDown. We just got to, they got to get used to being on the main roster and then loosen up. Plus, they fucking won a squash match. How is that them being ruined? They actually got more than a lot of people get when they first come up to the main roster. So I don't know why you would ask me if they got ruined. You ask me that about a lot of people, and it's never, it's, it's always like, no. So, yeah. So this match, like the 50 billionth match between Corbin and Nakamura, and it was fine. Nakamura had the advantage early and hit a sliding knee. Corbin tried fighting back, but Nakamura backed him into the corner. For, uh, after commercial break, Corbin was firmly in control with a chin lock. Nakamura fought back, but Corbin hit the around the, the ring post clothesline for a near fall. Nakamura avoided uh, avoided a right hand and hit Corbin with a flying drop kick. At one point, the two were going at it when Boogs played the guitar. Nakamura fired up, and Nakamura went for the Kinsasha, but Boogs, or Moss grabbed Boogs and caused a distraction. Nakamura went after Moss, but Corbin took it to the advantage and hit the end of days to pick up the victory. So, yes, happy Corbin has pinned the Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. So in the back, Charlotte Flair discussed her upcoming title exchange with Becky and really didn't say much. They then recapped the whole stuff with Crown Jewel yesterday and the women's triple threat. Then we had our main event segment. It was the women's championship it was the Women's Title Championship Exchange. No. They had a name for this. It was the Women's Championship Exchange or something like I don't know. This was a strange segment, and I got vibes of my kids fighting over who's going to get to use the white PlayStation 5 controller. Who's going to get to use the black PlayStation 5 controller? I want the white one. No, I want the white one. You use the black one. No, you use the black one. That's exactly what this fucking segment was. It was my two fucking kids fighting over who gets to use what color PlayStation controller. They simply couldn't just say, here, Sonya, here's the red belt. Here, Sonya, here's the blue belt. And Sonya, hand them over. No, these fucking women had to be petty as shit. And it was dumb. So, they're in the ring. And Sonya's like, all right, Becky. 
can I have the belt? And Becky's like, it's mine, it's mine. Just like when, when my son goes, but literally, the kids will go, can we play PlayStation 5? Yes. And they'll both run to the PlayStation 5 and see who can grab the white controller first. And then whoever does, usually my son, because he's quicker, hugs it, hugs it, and goes, it's mine. And then my daughter goes, I want the white one. He'll use the black one. That's exactly what this fucking thing was when Becky goes, oh, no, this is my belt. You can't have it. And so, finally, Charlotte was going to hand the belt over, and then she kind of, like, just drops it or whatever. And so he's like, pick that up. Again, it's like me and my fucking kids telling him, hey, you dropped that, pick it up. So, so, she finally hands the belt to Sonia, and Becky's like, give me the belt. And she's like, you give me your belt first. So Becky kind of like looks away, looks back over, looks away, and then throws the belt at Charlotte, and then grabs the other belt out of Sonia's hands. And I'm like, it's fucking my kids! This is the exact same shit they do when they fight over the PlayStation controllers. They're 10 and 8. These women are in their early 30s. The same fucking shit like they'll fight over the controller they'll both run to grab it if they knock one over then they'll fight over you pick it up no you pick it up you pick it up and my son has literally grabbed the controller that he like picked them grabbed them both and tossed the one he didn't want at my daughter just like becky tossed the title at charlotte stupid bickering like little fucking kids so then they get their, their new respective belts. And Sonya's like, all right, you have the Raw Women's belt, Becky. You have the SmackDown Women's belt, Charlotte. Now go to your respective brands. Charlotte grabs the mic and goes, hey, Becky, you want to be Becky two belts? Let's do this right here tonight. And I go, okay. And then Sasha comes out. And she comes out here. And you can see Sonya's pissed off. Like, what the fuck is all this? My cool and Pat McAfee pushed the idea that Flair and Lynch can't get along. Which, we no shit. So Sasha comes out, makes her way down to the ring, and notes that she runs SmackDown because she's the boss. And Becky goes... I got my belt. I don't need to be part of this. Hey, uh, Charlotte, Sasha, you figure this out, and I'll see one of you at Survivor Series. So Sasha goes, and she does a little thing. She goes, I'm the boss, and I run SmackDown. So Charlotte goes, oh, yeah, Sasha? Really? Sasha? And chanting for Becky at this point. So these two bicker and argue before finally Sasha smacks Charlotte across the head. Like, because like Charlotte turns her, her head away, so she pop smacks her right across the face. Thanks, set Flair to the floor and hit a meteor off the apron. Bad looking one where Charlotte looked like she got fucking hosed. Like her head. Poof. Anyways, Charlotte retreated up the ramp. Sonya got between them. Pushed off Sasha towards the ring. Charlotte kept crawling up the ramp. The two stared at each other, and the show went off the air. That was your main event segment. Uh, eight. It was just like my eight and ten year old fighting over. I want the white PlayStation controller. No, I want the white PlayStation controller. You use the black one. No, you use the black one. It's the same fucking thing. They literally argued like my kids. It was honestly. 
embarrassing to watch as a WWE fan. With that, that was Friday Night Smackdown, I want to say. Well, it was good until the main event. Or main event segment. That shit was just dumb. But you know what I thought about SmackDown? Now, I want to know what you thought about SmackDown. I want to know your thoughts. Remember, you can text in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. But first, let's check the polls. 67% of you liked tonight's SmackDown. 17% 17% thought it was all right, and 17% didn't like it. As far as the Twitter poll does go. Um, dun, 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 dun. Well, that's weird. 44% of you liked tonight's SmackDown. 31% thought it was just all right, and 24% did not like it. As far as the Twitch or YouTube poll does go, 77% of you liked tonight's show, 16% thought it was just all right, and 7% did not like it. Going forward, we have a couple text messages. This person says, I'm kind of curious. Is there a WWE pay-per-view taking place in December? So here's the deal. We were supposed to get the TLC pay-per-view. That show got canceled, and instead, we are now getting a show. Hold on. Let me, let me see something really fast. WWE TLC. I want to get this right. So, we were supposed to get TLC on December 19th, but they never said where. Then, WWE listed a pay-per-view for December 12th in Chicago, and we go, okay. Maybe that's going to be the pay-per-view. But then they list a SmackDown for December 17th in Chicago. Then that gets changed. I think is what happened. Because eventually they announced, oh, hey, we're going to get a big SmackDown in the Staples Center on December 10th. So yeah, no pay-per-view. Technically, WWE internally is saying that day one on January 1st, 2022 is the December pay-per-view because, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, because Royal Rumble is in January, so they're counting the January 1st show as a December show. I don't, don't ask me. I'm just the messenger. Um, this person here says, who do you think will go into Survivor Series as the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte or Sasha? I would like to see Charlotte since we just got a Sasha-Becky match last week. Or says, who do you think should be the SmackDown Tag Team Champions and Women's Tag Team Champions on the WWE Champ and the WWE Champion? Who do I think? I don't know. Just over the champs are now. Fuck. I'm not booking the show. Another one. Why are you guys asking me who should be these champions? They already have champions. Who should be the TNT champion? Sammy Guevara. He's the champion. Like, damn. Junior, nothing as far as 
big shows in NXT have been announced past Halloween Havoc next week. And from what we've heard, if they do any big shows, there won't be any traditional takeovers anymore. They're all just going to be supersized Tuesday shows. Um, this person says, with KO moving to Raw, do you see them turning him heel to freshen him up, freshen his character up? Uh, I feel like he's been floating around with no, no nothing to do lately. No, he's just going to be the same old happy-go-lucky Kevin Owens till he leaves in January, probably. I could really see Kevin Owens leaving, just saying. This person says it would be nice to see Xavier Woods' coronation ruined by Finn Balor. And why would that be nice? Why would that be nice? Plus, Finn's a babyface. They shook hands and fist bump before the match yesterday. And this person says, do you see Hit Row facing the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles? Not anytime soon. They're way too new. Uh-uh. Nope. You gotta establish those fuckers first. No. Not at the least bit. Especially since they're both heel teams. WWE don't like to do heel versus heel. But with that, those are all the text messages here. I want to say thank you for watching. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. We're going to try... We're going to try to do a Bound for Glory review tomorrow. Can't guarantee it. Got family obligations. We're going to try to do one tomorrow. But if not, then I'll see you guys back live on Monday. I, myself, though, will be live here shortly on my my um Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash TimmyBuddy. We're going to be playing some games. We're going to play... What are we going to play? What are we going to play? What are we going to play? We are going to play... We'll probably do some Jackbox a little bit later in the stream. But I'm also going to do a little more of Gravewood High. And then if John and the guys are on, we may do some Back for Blood as well. So, got to line up. Got a couple things in play. In the next about hour or so, I will be live. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. If you guys want to join me and hang out over there. But with that, guys, have a great night. And I'll see you next time.